Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about history? If so, then try my podcast, Calm History. You'll learn all about famous explorers, inventions, civilizations, ancient wonders, and even the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to calmhistory.com. Hello and Happy New Year. Welcome to Emotional Badass, where Moxie meets Mindful. I'm your host, Nikki Eisenhower, life coach and psychotherapist. And on today's episode, I'm discussing satisfaction. I'm going to use one of my favorites to talk about satisfaction. It is a book called The Emotion Thesaurus. I've done a few episodes using it. It's not a healing self-development book. It's actually a writer's guide to character expression. And I really, really love using tools that have nothing to do with mental health as we move through the world because there are lessons available and around us. And when we bring a sense of curiosity, we learn, we grow, we expand. The authors are Angela Ackerman and Becca Puglisi, The Emotion Thesaurus. So I am pulling from page 136 to talk about satisfaction. Now, who doesn't want to feel satisfied, right? All of us. Satisfaction is defined as the state of being content or fulfilled. Now, early in my healing, I had to really acknowledge that I don't know if I had ever truly felt satisfied or if I had, I had felt glimmers of satisfaction, but I really didn't know how to feel a pervasive satisfaction about who I am as a person or what my place is in this life, my role as a human, as a woman, as a divorced person, as a married person, as a college graduate, as a sister, as a daughter, as a survivor. So satisfaction is a really interesting thing to think about, to maybe journal on. What is your relationship with satisfaction? What do you want for yourself? What has blocked you from being able to feel a state of contentment or fulfillment? Often what we do as highly sensitive human beings is we future trip something like satisfaction. We create an external goalpost and we say to ourselves, ah, yes, satisfaction. This is a feeling that I would very much like to feel. I believe I should be able to feel it, but not yet. No, 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 no. The goalpost is over there. 
So when I get that job or I get that relationship or I have that baby or I get that dog or I get that new car, something external or that house or that clothing, whatever it is, then I'll be satisfied. Then I'll be able to settle into a feeling of satisfaction after I get there. The problem is that then when we get there, we don't know how to be there. We know how to move the goalpost further. And so what happens over the course of a life, accidentally, is that we don't ever really give ourselves permission to be satisfied, to feel it, to embody it, to believe it, and to make choices that bring us more contentment, fulfillment, satisfaction. So what are some physical signs of satisfaction? A high chin, an exposed neck, so long and tall. Because if we're satisfied, we're probably feeling a little confident. We're feeling connected to our mojo. We might give someone a crisp nod. We might smooth the front of a shirt or tug down the sleeves. I can picture James Bond, any of them, in my mind's eye right now, making that sleeve movement by pulling down, tugging one sleeve while in a very sharp suit. That is a sign of, wow, I'm so satisfied. I look sharp right now. We might offer somebody a thumbs up. When Chris is satisfied that our sound is clear, For recording, he gives me a thumbs up. He's satisfied that we're ready to record. We might give a toast or give praise away when we're feeling very satisfied. We might clap someone on the back. If we're standing, our stance might have fists on the hips, elbows wide, feet wide, a powerful stance. We might stand back and survey a finished product or a piece of work, or something we've organized, and we'll stand back and observe, surveying, with a pleased-as-pie expression. We might have a raised eyebrow to communicate to somebody, see, look at this, when we're proud to share something. We might strut with satisfaction, a sleek walk that draws the eye, maybe cat-like, deliberate, a little slinky, confident. We might give a little shy or coy glance. We might radiate or even be a little cocky. Satisfaction can look like a smile. We might puff out our chest like a big bird. Our shoulders back, straight posture, reaching our head towards the sky. We might fist pump in exuberance. That's satisfaction coming out like a dance move will clap or say, yay, yes. Our fingers might form a steeple if we're talking or lecturing or teaching. When we're satisfied, often, even those of us that are introverted, we want to include others. We want to share. We might do some bragging, maybe humbly, maybe not so. We might stretch our arms out wide, like a wide sort of victory pose. We might lean back, interlace our hands behind our head as a gesture of ease and control, kicked back. Everything is good. 
A deep, satisfying, gratifying sigh might escape our body. Oh, yep, I'm done. Satisfied. We might whistle or hum. Take deep breaths as if we're drinking in the satisfaction, savoring that very moment as if we're filing it away to be able to call upon it later, like a memory file cabinet of feelings. When we're satisfied, we're often unhurried. We're relaxed in movement and in conversation. Fulfilled, like the work is done. It's time for me to enjoy it. We can feel a directness from this sense of satisfaction. We may give ourselves a reward, which is happy and fun and celebrates being alive. Our internal sensations of satisfaction, we might be hyper aware of others and their reactions. Now, to a highly sensitive person, we're like, yeah, duh, that's how, that's how I live. That's how I roll. So if you are hypervigilant in a fear-based or anxious way, and you're hyper aware of others and their reactions, I encourage and challenge you to play with what would it be like to still be hyper aware, but through a feeling and a lens of satisfaction, maybe even of safety, of contentedness, fulfillment, groundedness, okay and enoughness. Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about pivotal moments in history? If so, then try my new podcast, Calm History. It's a time machine of tranquility filled with immersive and fascinating stories from history. Prior episodes include The Pilgrims, Marco Polo, Henry Ford, Joan of Arc, Jackie Robinson, Klondike Gold Rush, Ancient Greek Olympics, Easter Island, and the Great Pyramid of Giza. There's also a six-part series about the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to calmhistory.com. So that might be a, a sort of interesting or fun thing to play with. An internal sensation of satisfaction can be a lightness in the chest, as opposed to a heaviness or a burden of weight. We might feel a pleasant warmth that spreads throughout our body. Now, many of you live emotionally exhausted, which creates a physical exhaustion too. Satisfaction doesn't feel like that. There's a tiredness that comes with satisfaction, but it's fulfilling instead of exhausting, instead of draining. So we're still tired, but it actually fills us up instead of drains our energy. It's a different form of tiredness. So I encourage you, if you are tired in the satisfied way, use that in your self-talk so that you're not lumping all tired exhaustion into a sort of bad, low-vibe, draining category that you can start to differentiate that some tiredness is a good tired. Some mental responses while we are in the emotion of satisfaction. Pure, basic happiness. We are happy with ourselves that we have a completed job and it was well done. 
There can be a euphoria and exhilaration, contented in mind and in body. We feel gratified. I mean, satisfaction really makes us feel alive. Like, yes, this is the feeling of aliveness that I want, that I am making things happen in my life. Yes. We feel an increased confidence. Like, yeah, things are going our way if we completed something with satisfaction or something finished for us. We find ourselves looking forward to a well-earned rest different than an exhaustion falling out, I can't do anything else kind of rest, right? Now, many of us overthink and spin on things that really don't serve us because we either don't have enough information to do anything to change it yet, or we're just spinning because there's a pattern of anxiety from when we were a child. But in satisfaction, we might fixate or spin, if you will, on a recent success in a way that is high vibe and positive instead of low vibe and draining. When we're satisfied, we might pay attention to our surroundings less. Those of you that are hypervigilant in the anxious way, isn't that good news? That by inviting more satisfaction into your life, it may help you dial down hypervigilant, anxious Overfunctioning? To congratulate the self is a beautiful moment of self care. And we do that when we're satisfied. Good job, me. Good job, self. We might want to share ourselves in a moment of satisfaction in a way that might be unusual if we're introverted. But it's a happy sharing. Satisfaction may escalate to happiness or smugness or pride or gratitude. So you see that any of these feelings, even the lovely ones, can move us towards other healthy feelings, or we can take a bit of a left turn and go to some feelings that then will no longer serve us. Some of us may believe that we're not allowed to feel satisfied. Your inner parts might be scared to appear cocky or smug or even narcissistic if you're too satisfied. Or other people around you, they might not know how to celebrate a win or something that you fulfilled for you. So you may have been taught and you may have picked up and learned to suppress your satisfaction. And that can look like your lips twitching, like you want to smile, but you're telling yourself you're not allowed. You might sort of use your hand to hide your face. You might bounce lightly on your toes, like you're tippy toe walking bouncy and light. You might want to sneak away to tell somebody special the good news, to share a moment with someone you trust and that you love and that loves you. You might sit back in your chair and observe your office, your space, your home, your life, and bask in the satisfaction of such a moment. Now, I think there's a lot of wisdom in the next little part of the book that I want to share with you. I think maybe another therapist or coach would stop there, but I really want to share this with you because I think there's a lot of insight for those of you listening. Because I'm reading to you from a writer's book, the writer's tip for the feeling of satisfaction is loners and their lack of social interaction present specific writing challenges. To break up long stretches of introspection, 
maintain some character relationships. Remember that a person can be lonely even when surrounded by people. Use the dialogue, dysfunction, and drama that go along with those relationships to keep the pace moving forward. So if we're writing a really interesting story, we want the drama. But when we're living our lives, most of us do not want the drama. I really like this sentence, to break up long stretches of introspection, maintain some character relationships. Does that apply to you in your life? Is that useful to think about? Do you need to break up long stretches of introspection? Do you just burn out your energy and get lost? Don't know what end is up, what way is down? I hope this was a fun way to invite the idea of bringing satisfaction in. Right now, I can muster satisfaction in having a good hair day. I can muster satisfaction in, oh, I just feel good in my body today. I'm satisfied. I can muster satisfaction in the weather. If it's cold, I get to wear snuggly clothes. If it's hot, I get to wear light, easy, breezy, summer-like clothes. What happens if you allow, invite, and bring in with intention more and more satisfaction? Did you get enough time and opportunity to practice feeling satisfied in you and in life growing up in your 20s? In the last few years, is it weird or wild to think about something like satisfaction as a muscle you can flex? What if it's as simple as that? How might that influence this whole next 2022 year? I'm so excited about this coming year and the new things we have to offer. So stay tuned as we share more and more of what's coming in 2022 from Emotional Badass and me. Thank you for being our marketing team, sharing the show, buying shirts and mugs to support the show as y'all did over Christmas. Thank y'all so very much for all the ways that you show up. Come share any episode that's on the public feed from emotionalbadass.com and know that you are always invited to join the growing community at patreon.com backslash emotionalbadass. We heal in layers and we heal over time. And I am so here for it. And I'm glad you are too. Light and love. And I will see you right here next time. I'm an emotional badass. You're an emotional badass. And together with satisfaction, we are where Moxie meets mindful. Bye-bye. Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about history? If so, then try my podcast, Calm History. You'll learn all about famous explorers, inventions, civilizations, ancient wonders, and even the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to 
calmhistory.com.